0: Hey, this is part two of our, our special edition of Frontline Records Rewind, where we are talking with artists who are participating in the second annual Immortal Christian Rock Festival. We heard in part one from Jimmy P. Brown of Deliverance and what yeah. happened in part one of the festival. And now we get to talk to Ray Parra of Sacred Warrior, who is going to perform at part two on September 2nd and 3rd.
1: All right. Well, that's cool. We should call him right now. Okay, (laughs) Zoom him. (laughs) Hi, Ray.
2: How are you guys?
1: We're awesome, man. So, how's the prep for the upcoming show at the BMI Immortal Fest Part
2: Two? Um, The rehearsals are going good. We're actually um, we have a show this weekend in uh, Chicago, so that's kind of like a warm-up show. Ironically enough, we're uh, playing with Disciple again. Mm. I just got done playing with Disciple as Deny the Fallen, and now we're going to play with them uh, in uh, Chicago as Sacred Warrior. Oh, great. You know, so that, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, John will not be partaking in those couple of shows. He's just got some things he's taking care of at home, you know? Uh-huh. So he won't, be, um, he won't be part of that, you know? But at oh, any yeah. rate,
1: uh, Sacred Warrior is going to be there as Yes, warrior. correct.
2: And you're going to, be, yes,
1: you got your set list together for that. and
2: Oh yeah. You're yeah. It's on. funny because, uh, the last time we played there, um, I ended up coming up with COVID and I didn't realize it. And I had done two sets. I did the Deny the Fallen set and then the Sacred Warrior set. Um, and I just, man, I was spent on the way home. I was feeling sick and everything. I got home and took a test and realized that I had COVID you know you know what so even last time rehearsals went great then i flew back to florida then i went and rehearsed with deny the falling that went great two days later went to do the shows and it was it was gone but now i'm 100% i feel great the shows are going to be exciting mm. um we're going back to our hometown man i can't wait to see uh, many of the people that you know that we grew up with and hadn't seen for years and a lot love- lot of new friends and uh i'm just really super excited to see what god's gonna do man it's gonna i think a big part of it is gonna be like a church reunion you know because there was so many people that's where sacred warriors started you know and so many people that we knew back then then we took off and started touring and moved away and all that and now we're coming full circle back into it and that's gonna be fantastic i can't wait so are
1: you excited about the immortal fest
2: yes yes very much I love that venue. Yeah, I love that venue. The sound is great. The lights are great. The people are great. It's just a great venue, man. You know what? I wish more people would come to it. I know it's way out, you know, in in the middle of a cornfield. But if more people could plan to come to these events less, man, it it would be. I have seen people's lives changed at Immortal Fest. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, it really is is the reason why we do this. Yeah, we're entertainers, right? But the main reason why we do what we do is because we want to affect people to yeah. make a decision for Christ. Yeah, and I see it. I see it at Immortal Fest. I think it's just a great place, man. It's a great harvest uh, for for people who just want to get you know just get close to the Lord. It's great, man. Because I think like with most of the bands that play there. I know a lot of the people, I know most of them, and, and I can probably say that I'm speaking for most of them as they're, everybody's so genuine, you know, we don't go up there and try to be rock stars. You, Les, you've seen me on stage many a times, you know, I don't, people tell me that I'm, maybe I talk too much on stage, but you know what, that's who I am. I like to go on stage. I like to pour out my heart. I don't just want to do a show and play for you. I want to interact with you, so you're kind of feeling, you know, like you're, you're, Jim Laverty said it best to me last, last time we played there as Deny the Fallen. He said, you know what, Ray, the way you are on stage makes us out here in the audience feel like so comfortable. Like if we're in your rehearsal space with you guys rather than at a concert, you know, and you want to put on a concert, but you also want people to feel, you know, relaxed because I think, if people are relaxed, they don't have their guard up. They're going to be more uh, acceptable to the word of God. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: You know, Ray, I think that's no. the way
2: God designed you. If you come
1: in within any, any radius of Ray Parra, there's a warmth and there's a welcome spirit that you have. And you've always been that way.
2: Appreciate I, that.
1: When we did, you and me were doing that uh, metal uh, album in Chicago many years ago.
2: The metal praise.
1: Yeah, metal praise. Yeah. And you and I just hit it off. Just, you know. Yeah.
2: Just,
1: and it's because you're just open like that, man. You're lovable and you are kind and everybody loves you for that. And your voice is absolutely amazing. Your voice is a gift. Oh. and You soar. Thank you, man. I mean, and your recent stuff is just even greater because you've now got this sense of delivery that's even more centered and
2: powerful
1: so yeah i appreciate that i look forward to seeing you and i love it when you speak too because you always speak good things uh especially in those circumstances where there's an audience looking to you and so yeah yeah it's good to be with you brother
2: always yeah you as well man you as well. I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: So, what are you starting the show off with, when you, uh, if I might ask? What what song? I don't
2: want to tell you because it's. Is I it don't want to fair? tell you because it's kind of like a. It's one of those things where we want to make, um, the suspense, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spill all the beans, you. Right
1: okay, that's fair. That's fair. So. So it's not a problem, but the podcast is over. Okay. Uh, just really kidding.
2: Different, a little more theatrical and a little more, um, I guess I can't say a little more old school because all our The Sacred Warrior stuff is old school. <laughs> but I just want to kind of surprise everybody with what we're doing, you know? All right. That's good. That's good. Adele, are you okay with that? Yeah.
0: But let's talk about some of your favorite songs. Like, okay. Let's talk about some songs that are on the choice list, okay, of, of your yeah. own- no, you have a huge catalog. You had to narrow it down to something. So, how about just give us three songs that we can play on the show to refresh everyone's memory about those awesome songs? You don't have to tell us whether they're intro, you know, they're your starters, your finishers, or whatever. Let's hear some nuggets. Yeah. You. Like you, you narrowed it down to at least these three should probably be
2: in the set. How's that? That sounds good. That sounds good. Okay. okay with that. We're going to start off. We're going to talk about Rebellion. I, I'm going to tell you a little story about that song. For those of you who know Sacred Warrior, Rick Macias was our keyboard player in Sacred Warrior. And um, one day, uh, we used to all work together. And one day, we're driving into Chicago early morning to try to beat the traffic, you know, because rush hour stinks. And as we're driving in, we could see all the city lights, right? And we're trying to think about lyrics for the song. We had parts of it. And as we're driving in, we said, you know what? Let's start writing about this. And we saw the city lights. So the song actually says, well, you're going downtown, you see the city lights, and you're looking for a high that you just can't find because that kind of brought the whole song together. You know, uh, then it says you fall from God and it's such a shame, but Satan is the one you got to blame. So we literally took a drive into Chicago and wrote most of the lyrics for that song. And it, it, in my opinion, uh, just came out, turned out to be a fantastic song. And uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here is the song Rebellion from Sacred Warrior.
1: You for the little the the lead into that song to get that backstory is amazing. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know that. That is a great song, and now
3: they
2: awesome. Thank you, Ray. You're welcome. You're welcome, dude. It's so good to be with you. Oh man, I'm so I'm I love doing these podcasts with you guys. I love you guys so much. Yeah, and and nothing but smiles. You know, it's good when everybody's just smiling, smiling. Right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That my
1: face. I got a Charlie horse in my cheeks.
2: Oh yeah, from laughing, smiling so much, right? <laughs> yeah, if you remember, the last time we did this, I was so emotional, man. I was, do you remember that? I was just bawling my eyes out over stuff, and it's just like, oh, and, you know. Now I've noticed it seems like the older I get, the more softer I get, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, of course, you know nothing about that less because you're still, you know, a young guy. But yeah, when you get to be my age, you'll understand. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like it reminds me of that song uh, that Bloodgood did called "Rounded of the Rocks." Rounded, rounded. You know, are the rocks. rounded yeah. are the rocks, right? It's because you know when the the pounding that those rocks take, uh, they just get rounded instead of being sharp and jagged. Oh yeah, and that's what happens to us uh, as years go by. Uh, right. You just get hit so many times that you start to round and you and you know you're not you don't hurt people as bad because you got a little more wisdom and you you got a little bit more grace and you just i think god planned it that way and it it's how he deals with us
2: and uh so you know, we, uh, yeah it's, it's it's a good thing it's the mate, wisdom and the high grace high. i think i'm 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 practicing more grace than than anything right now because some of the guys at, at work just knuckleheads and do crazy things and uh but you know i never yell at any of my guys i'm I'm just like, just like you see me here, like I am on stage in person. Nobody at work has ever seen me yell or cuss out of my cuss them out or just I get so much work out of people just because of being a real person with them. You know, I'm a construction manager over a lot of people, but God has given me a connection with people that I could talk to people and just really, really get the best out of them. You know, yeah. I was able to share yesterday with, with one of the guys, one of my uh, land guys that does all the grading and stuff. Uh, he, I had asked him to meet me on the job site about something. And, uh, he did, and I could see his countenance, man. He was just, something wasn't right with the dude. And I looked at him and uh, his name's Hunter. I said, Hey Hunter. I said, uh, are you all right, bro? And he said, no, not really, man. He said, no, I'm not. He goes, I'm, I'm dealing with a bunch of junk. And, uh, a friend of mine who goes to church told me I should start coming to church with him and get baptized and yada, 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 yada. I said, well, listen, getting baptized is great. I said, but the first thing you need to do, you need to accept Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior and make the change right now. And you need to allow him to move in your life and get you to that that transition point. Because what the baptism in is you're going underwater, the old man, and you're coming up a new man. But I think for people that just got saved or just want to get saved now, I don't think baptism is right for them right now. You need to be able to, know what it is you're doing and really benefit from it yeah you know and he was like wow that's really cool man and i'm gonna tell you something really funny about that but anyway so i I was able to pray with the guy and uh was gonna start going to church with his buddy and then uh today i called him to ask him if he was gonna still come on the job site to take care of this this one particular area that wasn't graded right you know and he said oh yeah, yeah yeah i'll be there man i'll be there And he goes, How's your day going? I said, You know what? My electricians are driving me nuts, but I'm doing okay. And he said to me, Ray, why don't you just pray about it? And I was like, Oh my goodness, man. Isn't that cool how God works? Very cool. And you know what I did? I hung up with him and I literally just said, Lord, Hunter is right. This man who I just shared with you yesterday was right. And I stopped and I took the time and I prayed. And then I just got, overwhelmed by the spirit, you know, when you lock in, man, you know, and I just started seeing stuff happening today that should have been happening that wasn't happening, you wow. know, and it was so awesome because here's a guy, like I said, that I just talked with him about Jesus. And now he's telling me, Hey man, pray about it. You know? So that, that was pretty awesome. That was awesome. That is awesome. And it's, it's amazing to see, see how Jesus
1: works. Oh my oh. gosh. He, he, he actually turns it back to you. Yeah. Invested and he, there was a return on your investment right then and there. Yeah. Again, to say, Ray, I love you. I'm crazy about you. Yeah. People around you know it. And I'm using them now to to minister to you. I mean, oh my God, Jesus, you're amazing. And here he is. We're talking about him on this podcast because this podcast is about all the artists that have been signed to Frontline all these years. And we're still talking about Jesus. That's what oh, we're yeah. here for. And thank you for that story. Thank you. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Man, so are you ready to rock at the Immortal Fest again? Bro, I can't wait. I can't wait. Immortal Fest 2. Yeah, baby. Too. It's going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. Okay. So uh, you're
1: not going to tell us a set list, and that's fine. I understand. But throw out another song that might possibly be there. We don't know when, or when it's coming.
2: All right. So, yeah, I'm not going to give you the set list. No, <laughs> I don't want the set list. All right. So we're also going to do, um, might possibly be on the set list, a song called Wicked Generation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you uh, know that song or not. Well. But again, the the whole theme be- behind Sacred Warrior, what we were founded on really was biblical principle in our lyrics, right? And back in the day, um, it was really fresh just coming out and more and more artists were performing and really just preaching right out of the Bible, right? Bloodgood, for example, you know? And uh, that was one of the things that we did and we just took Wicked Generation and really we, we stepped out of ourselves and 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 just said, you know what? The generation that we're in right now is a wicked generation, right? Uh, and, you know, for years, less uh, and Adele, people say, man, I see all the signs and the wonders of, you know, of, of end times coming and stuff. Well, you know what? That's signs and wonders been going on forever, you know, because it's not going to be complete until he's complete. And God has been God from the beginning. And people have been experiencing God from the beginning. So you're going to see signs and wonders, right? So. That's all part of what that song talks about, just really um the things that we see that, that's around us and, and the generation around us. And 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 you know the term wicked it, it sounds really brutal, but the devil is wicked, right? And mm-hmm. and those who follow him in every generation are part of that wicked generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it it's a play on words, but it's not. You know, it, it's factual, and and people get, people get the message. You know, and and we we took that song, we you know, Sacred Warrior. We kind of metal it out. We're we're just a a heavy metal band from the eighties and nineties, and we're doing that again. And the better way to catch people is with just outright, straight up lyrics. You know, on what's going on in the world and what you need to do to turn around and to make things right. You know, even yeah. talks about one of the lines that I see you're wearing a cross, Les. One of the lines says that cross you wear as a fashion statement is just a waste of time. Why? So many people wear crosses, jewelry. I got this thing on me, this John 316 that I wear all the time. That's that's my coat of arms. You know, that that's I know Jesus died for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. so many people that are not saved, they wear crosses. Ah, oh, it looks cool. You know, but that's yeah. one of the lines that says that cross you wear as a fashion statement is just a waste of time. And it is. If yeah. you don't surrender to Jesus, it's just it's, it, yeah, okay, that's a p- cool piece of jewelry. Yeah, you know? jewelry doesn't save you though.
1: Mm-hmm. The Christ, who that's right. Crucified. It's, so it's let's let's give it
2: a listen. Would that be good? Yes, about- sir. Let's listen to it. Wicked Generation from Sacred Warrior.
1: This wicked generation. That was I had to turn my speakers down, man. (laughs) Wicked, yeah. That was. (laughs) So it's it's uh, Ray Parra, Les Carlson, and Adele Meisenheimer talking on Frontline Records Rewind about the career of Ray Parra and the music, the melody, and the man. And uh, it's it's amazing. So. what else are you doing there? What
2: else? What what are give me another song and All right. So I'm going to say I'm going to give you one more. Okay. And hands down my favorite song that we always play and I'll tell you why. We come out on stage, we do a set, everybody headbangs, we laugh, we smile, I say a few jokes, whatever. We have a great time. And I like, or not I, but uh, us as Sacred Warrior, we like to put the praise where it belongs. And and really, we're just a vessel, right? And so we end every show with holy, 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 because to us, that song just puts everything into perspective. Why did we do this? Why are we here? It's not for us. It's for God. It's for Hosanna, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we always end every show with holy holy man and and you know less you you've partaken in this many a times we try to get as many people up on stage singing that with us because we're having church yeah you know what i mean we are having church when we do that so that's probably the favorite my favorite song that we do just hands down i just love that song you know and and it's, it's we didn't even write it we just kind of rewrote and rearranged it you know and but i even now as I'm talking about it, you can't see, but I got goosebumps going down my legs. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy, man, because I just know God moves during that song, man. Yeah, you well, know, you're closing
1: uh, the night. Mm-hmm. I, you guys are closing the night, and uh, so to hear that song is so wonderful, so appropriate, and I, I felt that the last time that we were together. Yeah. Uh, when you guys sang that, and you do bring that praise aspect to the concert, absolutely, and you put it right where it should be. What an
2: amazing way to end an amazing weekend! I remember you and I talked about this last time. We're not there. We're not going to come out and say, "Here's Sacred Warrior in here, crickets," because everybody's going to be gone because it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but hey, you know what? I don't, don't think matter.
1: so. I don't think so.
2: Yeah. I'm going to tell you one story, one funny story about that is uh, years ago when we were on tour, we uh, were doing a tour in Germany, right? And uh, we had a Sunday off and this promoter said, hey, have you guys ever tasted German beer? And we're like, no. He says, you want to taste it? And we're like, sure. So he took us to this little local pub, if you will. And we walked in there. There was like six people in this place. And he spoke to them in German, and he said, Americans, rock and roll. And they're all like, oh, rock and roll, America, right? And he said, some of the guys asked me, said, they want to know if you guys would play for them. And we're like, well, we don't have our gear. we, you know," And he's like, no, no, we have this little room in the back with a sound system and all the instruments you need. And we're like, sure, we'll do it, you know? <laughs> and so he took us in this back room, and it was probably – This place was big enough to hold maybe like three or four hundred people. It wasn't like a little tiny, you know, there was a full stage, sound, everything. And we plugged in and we played for those guys as if the whole place would have been packed. And at the end of the night, we did what we always did. We offered up salvation and every one of them, including the bartender, gave their hearts to the Lord. yeah man deny the fallen that song right there is i believe is going to be a heavy hitter you know uh john cassandro did a little video on it and it's really i don't know if you saw it or not that song is so powerful because it really just talks about you know you find yourself in a bad place right and you're like what am i going to do and then you say, I give my all to you. You know, I give you my everything. I carry my cross for you. You're living, you're living, you're living, you know, time after time, you're, you're studying, you're living. But sometimes people don't feel that inside of there, you know? So that what that song is saying is give it all up, surrender it all to him, hands up in the air and just live again, man, live again, because to be, to deny the flesh is what? You know what I'm saying? You're living yeah. in Christ. You yeah. Know? So you deny your flesh. You live in Christ. You're living again. Yeah. It's more reality. More, more living life to its fullest. You know what I mean in Christ. And it's just that song. Is, it and it has such a, a modern feel to it. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just getting really good reviews on it, and a lot of people are loving it. And I think it. I think it's going to be a great song, and you know, for a long time. Yeah, you know what? It's
1: it it is now and again it's such a such a time as this. This is the music yeah. you're making now. This is several years after the early albums, and this yeah. is what you're doing. It's relevant, yeah. it's now and it's and it will always be relevant because the gospel is relevant. It's yeah man, yeah.
2: it's never out of time, it's never out of date. And so yeah, live again. Yeah, and, you know, what, what, is, what does he say? He says, you'll never be alone. I'm always there with you. Yes. You know, that's that's part of the pre-chorus, you know. Uh, you say, I'll never be alone, you know, your way and not my own. I'll land on my feet again. I'm going to live, you know, I just, ah, love that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um,
1: yeah. That, that is good. That's good. And I, I know that you had you guys had just done this. Deny the Falling had uh, just. it's uh,
2: Yeah. It's Just funny, playing. it's like uh, I was telling you, I had scheduled with John, we were going to start doing uh, vocal tracks, and he flew in from Mexico, because he currently lives in Mexico, and he flew in, and the day he flew in, my mother passed away, oh. and that was so difficult, I mean, we we were there with her, you know, oh and um, the very next day, we're here in, in my home studio where we recorded the vocals, and John said, dude, I would completely understand if if you don't feel like tracking these vocals. I said, no, man, my mom would want me to do it because this is God's work. It's for his glory. And I believe she would bless it. And we dedicated all them vocals and all that recording to my mother. And I totally felt just a total peace about doing it. And I think uh you can feel her presence. Even there was there was a couple of songs that I sang a couple of off notes, but the the feel and the passion was so there. We decided to leave them than to, to make those notes right because it was it was like right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah to yeah. fix those, and it was just a couple little roll off some words, but to fix those, I would I believe would be taken away from what what I was feeling with my mom's passing because I had so much joy because she was with the Lord. We were sad here in the flesh, but that's selfish to to say i wish you were still here you know but i in, in the peace and comfort that i know that she was with jesus man i just i said let's do this john You yeah. know, and it's weird because the vocals i tracked everything so quickly it wasn't you know i'm i'm really comfortable in the studio you know so i don't have you know you don't have to do me cut me in pace me here come in pace. i just sing what i feel and i think this time it just came across An extra special kind of way, you know, because of mom. Again, that's right, baby. So Ray,
1: it has been a pleasure, and I want to bless you and your ministry and your going Thank forward you, uh, with your music and with your performances on stage, but also where you work and the people that you contact. I want to bless Hunter, and I want yeah. you to continue to bless your men that way. Bring yeah, man. this to them every every day. Yeah, and, um, yeah. You know what? There's no pressure on you. You've That's got right King's on your side.
0: Bye, Ray. Thank you so much. Love you. Oh. and I know that the your performance there and just your ministry, your mission work uh, at Immortal and Chicago and those other places, yeah, um you're reaching this generation just like you reached generations before.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's neat. I love it. I'm glad i'm I'm glad to be doing it. You know what's really neat is my older kids now, and and my younger kids had never really seen us until they we started coming out again, you know. And even my my own kids and my own family's being blessed by it, you know. And it's it's an honor, and it's great. I'm I'm thankful that you guys uh, had me do this podcast with you guys. I love you both so much, and just thank you for everything. And I I also pray that you guys would just continue to reach people with this ministry, you know. And, and Les, with that voice, brother, you know, I love you, man. I love you, too, man. Can't wait to hug you. Yes, sir. No COVID this time, though.
1: Oh. <laughs> and we're not wearing no stinking masks. We're just going to. That's right. Oh, no. All right. Here we go. All right. That's it. Love you. Love, love you, guys. You. God bless. Right, thanks for Bye. listening, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Les. That was an amazing conversation with Ray. I loved it. You guys are such good friends that just the chemistry is always great when we get you guys together.
1: Yeah. Well, Ray is like, you know, he's got these big, wide open arms and he's just uh, such an embracing, magnetic person. And he loves Jesus. Jesus is in him, around him and through him. And oh, my gosh. You know? So, yeah, he's
0: very lovable. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I love, too, that he didn't talk a lot about it, but Deny the Fallen is this newer band that he wow. is also the lead singer in, correct? And, um, yeah, and uh, so it's kind of like um, new for him. And that, that kind of ties into there's new things with Les Carlson. Uh, anybody listening to this show, I think you should know that Les has a solo career going, a solo mission work, really, I would say more than career, uh, because Hey, as careers go, Les has done everything from hair, Broadway musical <laughs> to, um, you know, uh, to, uh, what uh bars and
1: <laughs> bars, <key> bars. <laughs> yeah
0: and, and and then you know a, a beautiful history a legacy of bloodgood band um but in uh right now less you've written songs you started writing songs really um when bloodgood was still together. And I think you were planning for the next Blood Good album, right? That's kind of, was your inspiration for these songs. And was that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For, for a lot of these songs. And, and uh, so some of those songs had been submitted for the next Blood Good album. And, uh, and then, you know, Michael had written songs as well. And uh, so we were, we were just kind of, uh, you know, trying to figure out what was going to go on the album and that sort of thing. And we actually had started some basic tracks um, with, the, with the drummer in, in uh, Nashville. And uh, so <clears throat> when Michael was unable to do this and we decided not to do the Bloodgood album because we were just going to wait for him, I thought rather than uh, leave my songs on the table for that, that I would write new songs when Michael was ready because then it would be more current for that for me you know as a writer so as a writer um uh the idea of doing a solo project the songs i wrote for the blood good album were were songs that i felt were relevant for now and so i thought well i'm just going to use the ones i wrote they were going to be on blood good album but we're not doing that for a while so i wrote he's coming i wrote judas is dead with uh uh with uh, Oz Fox, uh, Paul Jackson helped me with "He's Coming." I wrote "I Want to Know You" uh, with Paul Jackson, and I wrote uh, uh, "Faith Is Tested." You know, so I thought, okay, we're, and Jesus Freak Show. Uh, you know, so anyway, I put those on my record because I wrote them, and uh, and uh, I'm glad that uh, that I did. I'm glad I did that because uh, people are listening and I'm able to play at the Immortal Fest coming up in September. And I will be doing uh, songs from my first album and some classic Blood Good songs also that I wrote. Um, So I'm really excited about the band, the players. Um, Joyce is going to be singing with me. Uh, It's kind of cool because she's more in the act with me now than... Before last year. And, um, you know, I, I, think it's just amazing that at my age, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm, uh, really excited to perform and to play, you know? So it's, the, it's like that joke, you know, the kid comes to his mom. He says, mom, I want to be a musician when I grow up. And she says, son, you can't have it both ways.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I've never grown up and I'm still making music.
0: Yeah, I love it.
1: But and it's your for the album
0: Lord. Yeah, and your album is called He's Coming. He's Coming. You have um, you've been the f- the foundation of getting this Immortal Christian Rock Festival going. We talked about that in part one, where Steve, that has the BMI Event Center, approached you about uh, having Blood Good and White Cross there as a just a, a tester. Now, let's test out what this would look like to have a a rock concert anyway at at his BMI Event Center. -hmm. And then, and then this, the first Daniel Immortal Festival came about, and now we're the second, and there's two parts, and there's, oh gosh, at least 10 bands, I think, involved. And you're going to be there at part two. Sacred Warrior will be there part two. Jimmy P. Brown shared with us last on part one of this episode how Deliverance played in July and how awesome it was. And Um, and how inspiring this festival has been not only to fans coming out and, uh, but, uh, the bands have, I think you all have just been, uh, like, I think you have even more performances and things planned, right? I mean, this is uh, not just a one-shot deal here at Immortal.
1: Yeah, there, there are some more, um, well... We're praying about and hoping that we can get Dorn Reppert is really involved with this now. And Dorn was okay. a early promoter back in the day. Um, and he was really good at what he did. He, he, uh, always brought people in, he always paid the bands. He's a very straight shooter, loves Jesus. And, uh, <clears throat> so now he finds himself involved in this and we're looking to actually do immortal fest across america in a in a tour situation so i don't know the details about that but if you if you're prayer if you're a prayer person pray about it it would be great to see immortal come to a city near you and i'd like to be on the show
0: that would be amazing yeah that that would be great um you are doing uh you're performing obviously songs from he's coming and then you said your first album your first solo album that was released in I
1: want to say 80s. my first solo album.
0: Yeah. Is that what you do in, in your, in the, in your set, you have obviously songs from he's coming, which is this yeah. album. Yeah. And then, um, and you're doing a medley with some blood good, but is there another album as well that you're, you're drawing from?
1: Um, oh, Dangerously close. Okay. All you mean, right. uh, you mean uh, on this co- upcoming show.
0: Mm-hmm. Your set. Yes,
1: and uh, detonation is yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, actually, detonation and um, and uh, dangerously close, and then my new stuff that will those will embody my set list.
0: Yes, nice package. Yeah. and I really like this four song medley that you've got put together. Tell us about that.
1: Okay, so. Um, well, I wrote Crucify with Blood Good, with, uh, you know, for Detonation with the, with, with, uh, Paul Jackson. And it was on the Blood Good album, Detonation. And I wrote The Messiah with David Zafiro. We put those two songs together and they were, they really, it's, it's like you can't have one without the other. And, um, through the years, we used, uh, Crucify and Messiah to be very theatrical and to, sort of introduce, uh, you know, us speaking of Jesus and the history of Jesus and what took place and the risen Lord after he was crucified and all that. So it was always this nice little theatrical piece. And then on my solo project, um, you'll hear Judas is Dead that was written by myself and Oz Fox. And <clears throat> I also wrote a song with Craig Church and Joyce Carlson called Scars, which is about the scars that Jesus took, the nails in his hands and that sort of thing. And those things, I thought, well, that's just going to extend this piece, this theatrical piece. So now I do Judas is Dead, Crucify, Messiah, and Scars. Beautiful. And it's just complete. Yeah, it's complete.
0: Yeah. Folks can, all of your music from He's Coming is available everywhere that's streaming and downloading yes. stuff. And then you have a website. Uh, is it lescarlson.com?
1: Lescarlsonmusic.
0: Music.com. It's
1: carlsonmusic.com. And Carlson is spelled with an S E N. That's right. It's um yeah. you can also it's also available at cd baby if you want to download it or um band i think um and then of course on my website you can order it or download it there as well uh,
0: and merch like the hat you're wearing right now and you have a couple and shirts this,
1: this was designed by luke easter yes.
0: yeah.
1: yeah and luke just did that sort of as a as a friend and a love offering um and uh it it just wow i mean i know it's my name but it also is a beautiful logo it is and so thank you luke
0: well it's a beautiful logo and i think you have caps and shirts t-shirts available right with that and
1: And then the album cover is on a shirt and there's some other things they're working on actually uh anthony gober and luke easter are working together on some shirts for us for les carlson and also for several other bands
0: at the, at the festival. Yeah. yeah. Tell well, this has been so great talking with our artists that we know and love that have been on frontline records label about those participating in this immortal Christian rock festival movement. I want to say, you know, it's, it isn't ending at this concert. It's, it's ongoing and, um, So thank you all for listening in. We're going to close this show with this four song medley of Les's. It's it's really going to bless you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So God bless you. Thank you, Les, for all that you do for me, for us, for making this uh, Frontline Rewind special episode happen. (laughs) And uh, I love you.
1: I love you too, Adele. You're awesome. Thank you for what you do for us.